Spirit of a Champion presents Encouraging Moments with Bobby Williams. Welcome to another Encouraging Moment. Hi, this is Bobby Williams, and I'm so glad you joined me today. I want to talk to you today about building a wise foundation upon faith in God. This is such an important lesson because you don't have to settle for a messed up life. You don't have to settle for a boring existence, a life of defeat, or emotional strife, always arguing, a life full of disappointments, downturns, depression, fear, worry, doubt, or living in sadness. You don't have to settle. You don't have to settle for not being fulfilled or living with heaviness of guilt for past sins or bad decisions you might have made. You don't have to live for just money. You don't have to be disappointed on just having things or career or trying to find the perfect person that will make you happy. No, you don't have to settle for anything less than God's best for your life. His plan for your life is the opposite of what I have just been describing. Or you just have to realize that the world may tempt you to think differently. But instead of building a wise foundation built upon faith in God, millions of broken people have been trying to run their own lives, and their lives are just a mess. And I know this because, you know, 40 years ago, I had one foot in the world and one foot in the Lord, and personally, my life was a good life overall, but it was just full of more sorrow and sadness and problems and things that I created because I... I didn't follow the Lord Jesus Christ. But this message, a wise foundation built upon faith in God, teaches us that when we build our foundation from the basement up, from the ground floor up, and build our house on that solid rock, well, we get God's best. And a wise foundation built upon faith in God, you will receive concrete steps in this lesson on how to build your life upon faith in Jesus Christ and how to live that life out every day in victory. We'll have victory when we do that. A wise foundation built on faith in God is unshakable. It's a life that is fulfilled through God and not through things, people, or places, or circumstances, or the next great thing that happens, or something that hasn't happened or disappointments in life. You don't have to live that emotional roller coaster life. All you have to do is turn to God and build your foundation of your home and your life and everything you do, your business, everything you do, build it on a wise foundation built upon faith in God. Amen and amen. Well, I'm so glad you joined me today. EncouragingMoments.com is a place that you can get free resources. We're about to start our newsletter, and we're going to put it out every day. So if you'll subscribe, go to EncouragingMoments.com. I urge you, it's very important, go to EncouragingMoments.com. You can listen to our podcast. We've got 75 podcasts now, and they're all on EncouragingMoments.com. You can connect to our YouTube channel. You can see upcoming events of what we're about to do. You can purchase and invest in this ministry to spread the gospel. You can purchase our new books and new t-shirts that we've got coming out and other encouraging items that you can give for Christmas or wherever you want to give them out or, or keep them for yourselves. This is such a great resource, encouragingmoments.com. We should go there today, subscribe, put your email in for free, and we love you so much in the Lord. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you, Father, for teaching us about a wise foundation built upon faith 
in God, that solid rock, that place that is so strong because it's you, Lord. It's your presence. It's your being. It's your majesty. It's your glory. It's everything that you are fulfilled through our lives because we submit and surrender all things and build all things and make all decisions with you in Jesus' name. And Lord, please help us today that anything out of my mouth or out of my heart would be encouraging to our audience, but Lord, edifying and glorifying to you in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Well, I hope you have your Bibles with you today. This is a really good passage. It's in Matthew 7, 24 through 27, and it says, build your house on the rock. And so here we go in verse 24 of Matthew 7. Everyone then who hears these words of mine and does them will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock, and the rain fell, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat against that house, but it did not fall, because it had been founded on the rock. And everyone who hears these words of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the shifting sand, and the rain fell, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat against that house, and it fell, and great was the fall of it. You can build your foundation on Christ, and things will work out for you. And it doesn't mean that you're not going to have trials. I want to make sure that you understand that I don't preach anything other than the gospel, what's in the Bible. And I believe wholeheartedly the Bible is God's word from the front cover to the back cover. It's inerrant. It has no mistakes in it. And we are to follow the Bible. And so I'm saying, yes, you're going to have trials in your life. But when the rains come and the floods come and all that stuff... Your house will not fall if you're in the Lord. If you've built that solid foundation, and that's the foundation you put under your house, under your life, then you depend on God and you walk with God. You have faith in God. You will not fall. That's our number one point here. Have faith in God. Jesus said in Mark 11:22, have faith in God. That's what he was saying to his disciples. That was what he was saying to the people that were following him. Have faith in in God. Have faith in God. And Jesus said in John 14, 1, he said, do not let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. And then Hebrews 11, 1 says, now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. When I have a life filled with Christ, when I trust Christ for everything, my life has completely changed. I love my life in the Lord because I depend on God himself for my joy, for my peace, for my forgiveness, for eternal life, for a great hope and a future. You see how it goes on and on and on. And God said he would never leave us nor forsake us. And he promises he will be with us through the storm and through these trials in life. But we must turn everything over to him. I like what Matthew 21 and 22 says. Jesus was telling them, listen, if you have faith, everything's possible. And it says here, truly, I tell you, Jesus replied, if you have faith and do not doubt, not only will you do what was done to the fig tree, now, the fig tree, Jesus had cursed the fig tree, and the disciples couldn't believe it because the fig tree had no fruit. Jesus decided that this fig tree wasn't worth saving because it had no fruit on it, so he cursed it. And when he did, 
the whole plant just withered away and died. And and the disciples couldn't believe what they just saw, that, that nature answers to God. And that's what Jesus is. But they didn't know he was God. They didn't realize that he was God in flesh, Jesus Christ. He's part of the Godhead, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. And he was there and he cursed this tree. And the roots died, the, the leaves fell off, the tree just withered away, and the disciples couldn't believe it. And they were going, wow, this is unbelievable. After Peter said, look, the tree has withered and died. And he said to them, if you have faith and do not doubt, not only will you do what was done to the fig tree, but even if you say to this mountain, be lifted up and thrown into the sea, it will happen. If you believe, you will receive whatever you ask for in prayer. Now, this is a very strong statement. But I'm saying to you, if you build your house on the foundation and the solid rock of Jesus Christ, he promises to answer your prayers. Now, prayers don't always get answered like we want them. I mean, sometimes he says no, sometimes he says maybe, sometimes he says yes, and sometimes he says later. And that's what happens. But you have to have faith in those times. And that's what we're saying. Build your house. A wise foundation is built on the solid rock of Jesus Christ. And you can trust him for every need. You can trust him for every situation. You can trust him for everything that's going on in your life. And Jesus himself said, you can do greater things than I've done here. And it's true because if we have faith in God, it's not our power, but it's his power in us, working through us daily. Number two in here is do what Jesus said in his word. Matthew seven twenty four. everyone then who hears these words of mine and does them will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock. And when the winds came and the rains came, this house does not fall. Amen. What a wonderful promise this is from the Lord that he will be with us and our house will not fall. Listen, it is a perfect time to turn your life over to Christ because we just don't know what the future is. But for a Christian, we can be confident, we can be sure, we can be expectant, we can be excited because Christ is the answer and not government and not people, but Christ is the answer. Luke 10, 27 says also that we should do what Jesus says in his word, but what did he say in his word? Listen to what he said in Luke 10, 27. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength and with all your mind and love your neighbors as yourself. You know, Jesus preached love and he said, love me with all your heart and with all your mind and with all your soul. When you're loving God with all your mind, your mind is filled every day, every hour with the joy and glory of the Lord so that your mind does not get polluted by the negative things that are happening around you. And then they, they won't hold you back because if fear tries to fill your mind, then faith will undo that situation. It's really a great thing. But Jesus is saying, hey, do what he says in his word. Love him more than anything else. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength and with all your mind and love your neighbor as yourself. That is such a wonderful thing. You know, when we get saved, Deuteronomy 36 says, when we get saved, listen to what it says there. Deuteronomy 36, then the Lord thy God will circumcise thine heart 
and the heart of thy seed to love the Lord thy God with all thine heart and with all thine soul, that thou mayest live. And, and this Deuteronomy scripture is saying that God puts a new heart in us. When we become saved, we get a new heart. We have love for God, such a deep love for God. We are so thankful for what he did on the cross, dying on the cross, shedding his blood for us. He covered us with his blood and forgave us of our sins so that that sin will not stop us from heaven because he saved us. He forgave us of those sins. And now because Jesus lives in us and because we've accepted him as Lord and Savior, we have a place in heaven. And in this life, we have God directing us. And so, number three, when your foundation is built upon faith in Jesus Christ, know and believe that God has a solution for every problem that you go through. Christ has a solution for every problem that you may face in your life. And he's got a miracle when you need it. He will put people, places, and things together to give you that solution. Matthew 7.25 says, And the rain fell, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat against the house on the solid rock, but it did not fall, because it had been founded on the rock. It had been founded on Jesus Christ, so it will not fall. The gates of hell cannot prevail against it, and your house will be saved. And that means your children, that means your wife, that means your family, that means your finances, that means everything. God will help you through those tough trials and times when the rains come and all that stuff. Just turn back to God and turn your eyes and focus on Him, and He will help you. Number four, we are to take up our cross daily, and what a joy it is to take our cross up daily for the Lord. We must really decrease. Our will in our life must decrease so that He can increase with His power in us. And as you do, your love and joy and confidence will increase because what's happening is you're not in charge of your life anymore. And what a wonderful thing that is. Listen to what Jesus said in Matthew 16, 24 through 27, take up your cross. Then Jesus told his disciples, if anyone wants to come after me, he must deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever wants to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. What will it profit a man if he gains the whole world, yet he forfeits his soul? There's many people that I've met. All they care about are things and money, things and money. They don't understand that when you put your life in Jesus Christ and you build a solid foundation on faith in the Lord, because we do that, because he loves us, because we submit to his plan for our life, I'm telling you, what he does is he brings all things unto us. I mean, seek the kingdom of God first, Matthew. Seek the kingdom of God first, and all these things will be brought unto you, given unto you. He doesn't shortchange his children. He doesn't stop you from being successful. He doesn't keep you from having a good thing. He doesn't keep you from having success or significance in this life. No, he wants to help fulfill your life, but it comes through Christ, and it doesn't come through things. When Christ is edified and Christ is lifted up, he brings brings all things unto us as his children. Wonderful, wonderful. Number five, reading the Bible renews our minds and reprograms and resets our negative thoughts by replacing them with God's word and thoughts. This is such an important part of this lesson. Romans 12, 
And it says in verse 2, Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. How do you wash your mind? It's really a washing, renewing of your mind, a cleansing of your mind. Well, when you walk around in this world, you'll get terrible messages. Maybe somebody tries to tell you a terrible joke. Maybe you see terrible things through your eyes or hear terrible things. And God's saying, renew your mind, reprogram, reset your mind through His Word. And how does he do that? Through his Bible promises. As we know the Bible promises, we can use those words in our head and in our heart and from our lips, confessing them and in our heart to renew and, and strengthen our mind. In 2 Peter 1, 3 through 8, it says, His divine power has given us everything we need for a godly life through our knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and goodness. That means God called us. Through these he has given us his very great and precious promises. In the Bible, the Bible promises, and let me give you some examples, and I love these Bible promises. If you know the Word of God, when you feel weak, you can say, okay, I feel a little bit weak right now, Lord, so I'm going to trust Philippians 4.13. What Bible promises there? For I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Amen. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Wow. I mean, that's just one of thousands when you feel like, oh, it's not going to work out for you, that God doesn't have a good plan for you, and you're having a little pity party, you can turn to the word, Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, not plans for calamity, but plans for success, for a great hope and a future. That's what we have with the promises of God, and because God's word is true and he does not lie. This is exactly what's happened to me and thousands and millions of other people that are Christians, is that God has a great plan through his word, and he keeps our minds positive. He keeps our minds joyful. He keeps our hearts and our minds peaceful because of his word, but it doesn't work if you're not reading your Bible. So I challenge you this week to get out your Bible and read just a small passage every day and start out your morning with a good cup of coffee or tea or whatever you drink, an orange juice, and get before the Lord and pray and read and meditate on His Word. You know, if we read this scripture that we have read at the beginning of this whole lesson, it's just unbelievable. Listen to this. It says, everyone who hears these words of mine that means the Bible, that means the Word of God, and does them will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain fell, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat against that house, but it did not fall, because it had been founded on the rock. How easy is that? But yet, man's will is so strong, sometimes people just won't hit rock bottom, they just won't change until some tragic, tragic thing happens. Friend, don't let a tragic thing happen to turn you to Christ. Just understand he's the creator of the world. Understand he loves you. Understand he wants to abode in you. He wants to make his home inside of you so that you can have this abundant life that he promised in John 10.10. And you'll have a foundation that's unshakable. Well, that brings me to my sixth point, 
The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Today, you know, I don't think that people really understand that God is a God of love, but because He loves us so much, He also can judge. And we should really be fearful in that sense of not wanting to displease God because it would hurt us because we love God so much we don't want to do anything against our testimony or embarrass God or do anything that could hurt the glory of God. But it says in Proverbs 9, 10, and 11, "...the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom." And knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. For through wisdom, your days will be many and your years will be added to your life. So God's saying to you, if you will build this great strong foundation that he's telling you about in Matthew, but he says you, you have to build it on Jesus Christ, nothing else. And you have to realize that he is the King of kings, the Lord of lords, the Lamb of God, the great I am, the one true God. There is no other way to heaven. He is the way, the life, the truth, the resurrection. And he's saying to us, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Because when you fear the Lord of what the Lord would do, listen, his blessings are way better than being taken to the woodshed or being corrected because of us falling in sin or doing the wrong thing. We should be very careful the way we walk, so that we will have this wisdom that God wants to give us, and we will follow his precepts and what he says, and not follow our sight or the lust for life. We don't need to do that, because that just brings on judgment, and that brings on God correcting us, because he loves us. He wants us to walk the right way. And so, don't go there. Be sure that you understand that there are payments for when we do something wrong in this life. Hey, we have to be corrected. Stay in the Spirit of God. Stay in the Word of God and stay strong in the Lord and the foundation that He's building for you. Number seven is talk to God. Thank Him for all you have. Nothing is more important, I don't think, than a grateful heart. I think you have to have a grateful heart for the position God's put you in, the job that you have, the person that's with you, the spouse that God has given you in marriage. You have to be thankful for your food and even the great creation. Be thankful. Have a great thankful heart for what Christ has done for you. If you're a Christian, thank God he's forgiven us of our sins and we have a heavenly home. Thank God he's making a way where there seems to be no way. Be sure you're a person of a thankful heart. You know, another thing about a person that has a thankful heart, they're also thankful for people. And they're also goodwill ambassadors for Jesus Christ. They're like the light of the world. They help people and they're joyful. And they're joyful because what God has done for them, when they realize what God has done for them that no one else could do, that Jesus Christ is their Lord and Savior, when they know how much Jesus loves them, then it's easy to love other people. And it's easy to have a wonderful, thankful heart for all that God has done. And tell God, usually every night I'll go out on my deck or out in the front yard, and I look up into the beautiful heavens because I just think they're amazing with the moon and the stars. I think that's simply amazing. You can't look far enough to see all the stars. In fact, scientists have said there are as many stars and galaxies as there are sand grains of grains of sand on every beach in the whole world. Now, that is amazing. So I look up in the stars. It just is amazing to me. And I said, Lord, I know that you can hear me. And I just thank him right away. I just thank him. I said, thank you. Thank you 
thank you for everything, Lord. And I go through a laundry list of thanking him, and I have a sweet, sweet time with the Lord when I thank him. And I can tell he's very pleased with a thankful heart. Number eight, pray in the Spirit and in the power of Jesus' name. People don't realize, Jesus said from now on, in the gospel. From now on, you are to pray in my name because there's power in the name of Jesus. Remember, he healed the sick. Remember, he healed the leprosy. Remember, he helped those with tortured minds and emotional problems. And he he fed the 5,000 out of just five loaves and two fish. This is the God that created the world and the universe. And if you will just kneel to him and pray to him and ask him in Jesus' name and believe, you will have so many prayers answered. And believe me, with a thankful heart, God will work with you and he will He will do it. Listen to what John 14, 13 and 14 says, and I will do whatever you ask in my name so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. You may ask me for anything in my name and I will do it. Now, I know that a lot of people have a little different takes on this. My understanding from experience in my life is if my custom life, if I ask for something that Christ knows that I need in my life and I ask it in faith, not wavering a bit, but believing that he can do it because he is the son of God. He is God in flesh. He is God in heaven. And so when I ask in Jesus' name, I just absolutely believe. Now, if it's good for me, he is going to give it to me 100% of the time. But if I ask amiss, that means if I ask for something I really shouldn't be asking for or shouldn't have because it could be detrimental to my family or the foundation that I built with the Lord, then the Lord will say lovingly, no, this isn't good for you. I mean, you do it to your children. You're grilling out some stuff on the grill and it's really hot and you tell your child, your child comes there, can I grill? He's maybe three or four years old. You said, no, because this grill could burn you. And you do it out of love, out of care. You protect that person, and that's what God's doing. So if you've had unanswered prayer, there can be many reasons for unanswered prayer. One thing can be sin that's in your life that's not confessed, and you haven't turned away from that sin. You keep doing it, and so he's not going to bless you. A lot of your prayers are not going to be answered. But if you're living holy unto God, and you've confessed your sins, and you're not walking in sin, then that's a good sign with a thankful heart that God is going to answer your prayers all the time. And he wants to answer your prayers because he loves his children. I love that part in the Bible. He says, if you being evil can give your children great things, how much greater can I do for you? And so that's what Christ wants to do. But he's saying in this scripture, you know, be careful how you walk. Make sure you're under my authority. Make sure you're asking. Then just leave me with the outcome, which brings me to my number nine point. And the last point I've got, when you make a foundation founded on God, you can leave the outcome of everything in your life to him. This takes the pressure off. My finances are not my finances. In fact, I thank God for this every day. The pressure of making money is really crazy today. Many divorces are caused over money because people argue over money. They can't manage it well, but there never seems to be enough money coming in. Well, I'm just saying to you that if you will turn your financial life over to him and you give him your career, you give him your college, uh, any kind of training you need, uh, you can pray to him, you can trust him, and he'll work it out. 
Um, he wants you to be a good steward of your money. He wants you to be a good steward of your life. He wants you to be a good steward of the resources he's given us. So it's very important to, before you make any financial decision or any decision in life, make sure that you get before God and you pray about it because this is part of your foundation. Part of your foundation is walking and saying, okay, I don't have all the answers. So I think this is right, but first of all, I'm going to check with the Lord. I'm going to ask God, and you just get before Him, and you say, Lord, I'm thinking about buying a new house, or thinking about buying a new car, or I'm asking you, Father, is this a right thing to do right now for me and my family? And when you're quiet and you listen, He will help you to understand what the answer is. And He'll give you that answer. And the way He'll do it is he will, he will let you know in your heart and in your mind, you will hear what He wants you to do or not to do at that moment. And um, this is the same thing with all of the decisions you make. When you're mad, if you get mad about something and you're mad at a relative or you're mad at somebody out here or you're mad at a situation, get before God. Before you really unleash on somebody or do something wrong, get before God and ask Him what He would have you do or not do. Make sure you walk wisely in the fear of the Lord. Build that foundation on Scripture, on the Bible promises. Build that foundation on the solid rock of Jesus Christ, and you will see the outcomes of your life be so wonderful. One of my dear friends was married for a very long time, and he had a situation come up in his marriage. And because he changed the direction, because he listened to God, because he did what he was supposed to do, that marriage was saved. Sometimes we have to just go to God and humble ourselves. And First Peter says, if we will humble ourselves before the mighty hand of God, in due time, he'll exalt thee. And in due time, my friend, really, his marriage turned out to be so wonderful because him and his wife just kept building a foundation. Now, I'm not saying anything is just so easy. I'm just saying that in Christ, he makes it all seem so easy when you put your life and your hope and your trust in Jesus Christ. And I'm so thankful that that happened for my friend because we prayed about it, and he has a wonderful spouse, and what a wonderful girl he has, and, and he's a wonderful man. But all the time, you know, you always have to work on everything in your life. You can never just let it go. You've got to be a worker. You've got to be a prayer warrior. You've got to read your word. You've got to build this foundation. And then let, leave all the outcomes to God. And thank you, Jesus, for this lesson today on building a strong foundation. Believe me, if you'll put your faith in Christ and build your life around him, you will be so thankful down the road that you and your family served the Lord in Jesus' name. Wow, what a great message this was that the Lord gave us today for all of us. I just want to thank you for listening to Encouraging Moments with Bobby Williams. Tell a friend, and if you get a chance, go and get one of my new books. Give it as a gift to one of your friends. You can go on Amazon.com. And it's Encouraging Moments, 52 Encouraging Moments with Bobby Williams. And we have gotten the best of the best in this book. It has beautiful pictures. It's inspiring. It's encouraging. And it will help you in your daily life. Let me pray for you before we go in Jesus' name. Dear Lord, I just thank you for my brother and sister. I pray that they would build their foundation of their house on the solid rock so that when the winds come and the rains come and the storms come, that their house will not 
not fall. It will stand strong as a champion in Christ. Give them strength to do the right thing, Lord. Help them, guide them, lead them. Bring them your peace. Bring them your joy. Fill them with your spirit today. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Well, until next time, be encouraged. Thank you for listening to Encouraging Moments with Bobby Williams. For more Encouraging Moments, go to spiritofachampion.com or join us on Facebook at Encouraging Moments with Bobby Williams.